welcome to the Spiridion Advantage podcast from Spiridion Technologies, where we share ideas based on our proven track record of solving our clients' most pressing business problems through technology-fueled innovation. This podcast is sponsored by SAP. and welcome to the Spiridion Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Karen France, and my guest today is Gregory J. Turner, SAP SuccessFactors Practice Lead for Spiridion Technologies. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Karen. So the news we want to discuss today is the expansion of Spiridion Technologies' Spiridion Advantage for SAP SuccessFactors managed service and the fact that it has been expanded throughout all of North America. Before we delve into the expansion, though, can you give our listeners a brief overview of the solution you're offering? Karen, it's already popular in other parts of the world. Today, Spiridion provides 24 by 7 SAP SuccessFactors managed services. And it's for the complete human resources organizations that have already implemented SuccessFactors. But it's done with a predictable, very cost-efficient managed service platform to help maximize their success factors deployment. So what kind of clients will be most interested in this kind of managed service? And and what kinds of things happen that make people realize that a managed services relationship is something they need? Great question. Um, Primarily the most, you know, most people are interested in the Spiridion advantage when we're dealing with HR organizations faced with making, you know, on the fly dynamic business and regulatory changes that are so often required in really any HXM or HCM deployment, but specifically in the SAP SuccessFactors world. Changes in industry regulations can quickly result in liability issues if they are not properly captured and integrated into the SuccessFactors platform. So an example, you know, recently because of COVID-19, the, the U.S., uh, you know, government offered to have a program by which people would get sick time if they were paid sick leave, if they were infected with COVID-19. That may be a change to company uh, payroll programs and so forth, because some organizations just offer PTO time, regardless of whether it's for sick or for, you know, personal vacation time. And so this is a, a change by law, that required companies, organizations to pay their employees if, in fact, they were sick with COVID-19. An example like that is really challenging because you've got to make the changes in a system, whether it be SAP success factors or something else, and then you have to test to make sure you didn't screw something else up or you, you, you didn't knock something else out of whack. And so it's not only understanding the law and how it affects your organization, but then understanding how those changes to your existing platform and, and configuration are going to have an impact on how people are paid and compensated and, and receiving benefits. And so that's a good, you know, that, that's kind of why uh, people turn to organizations like Spiridion Technologies to help them support these platforms. So when people implement success factors, do they automatically know they're going to need a managed service provider's assistance, or do they assume that they can do this themselves? I think in most cases, organizations like to try to do things themselves, and and for good reason, right? There's some cost savings. You you learn the system. You you know you're uh, self sufficient, right? But at the same time, what 
what they understand is that there is a lot of complexity in, in the HR payroll and HR benefits and talent management areas. And so uh, to really be able to have an expertise in that area and then to have a skill set that is knowledgeable in the platform itself and be able to make those changes, well, sometimes that falls to the IT department, the technology group in your organization. And those uh, individuals, very sharp, very smart people, but they're not necessarily experts in HR, and they don't necessarily understand the relationships of all of these uh, you know, uh, human resource-type changes or uh, payroll-type changes or benefit-type changes. And, and so it really does become, through experience, you recognize that I really need to get a skilled resource that's both knowledgeable in HR and payroll matters, as well as has a really good handle on how to uh, support and manage an application system like SAP Success Factors, and so generally, and and so generally, yeah, and so generally, it's when they come through that experience uh, in going through examples like I already gave in terms of payroll changes or sick time changes that all of a sudden, you know, they realize, hey, we'd probably be better off if we got somebody else in here to do that for us. So if you had to name them, what would you say are the top three pain points that a company might experience that would lead an HR department or an HR organization, for example, to really be ready to spend money on a managed service provider to assist them with their success factors implementation? I think the three things are probably potential liability, uh, the overhead required to manage success factors on their own, and growth within their own organization. So you know, starting with potential liability, when companies who don't have the in-house expertise to make these, you know, regulatory or on-the-fly changes, um, you know, and they try to do it in-house to save money, sometimes they make a mistake, and that can expose them to potential liability. So, anytime you have, uh, especially with union workforces, uh, the you know the risk of making a mistake could come up into a labor relation dispute issue that could then have bargaining agreement uh, impacts and so forth. And so all of a sudden, you're now faced with a liability as to an organization just because we didn't really capture the change properly. And, uh, you know, and nobody wants, uh, you know, it's, it's, hard today working in the world, especially with things like COVID-19. And, you know, your workforce is now uh, distributed across multiple locations, and it's tough to stay in contact with people and to, and to really understand how well they're doing. And now to add something to it that might create, uh, you know, some kind of feeling of, man, I'm getting uh, gypped out of my payroll, uh, out of my paycheck. And, and all of a sudden having employee you know, uh, dissatisfaction. That would be a real issue. So not only the potential liability, but the fact that you might be doing something uh, because you did it on the fly and didn't have the right expertise, you might actually be affecting the, you know, the satisfaction of your own employees, which then leads to being able to retain the best and the brightest in a very competitive labor market. And so I think that's, uh, you know, a combination of factors, that potential liability. You know, another example has to do with managing overhead. 
Success Factors is a software as a service platform. And many organizations mistakenly think that they won't need a lot of IT support or other support to manage it because it's all up in the cloud. As a result, they adopt success factors, but their staff is too lean to properly manage it. When these dynamic changes come up, they simply don't have enough people to get the job done. They usually contact us needing an extra set of hands, so to speak, or some extra people to get them through a hurdle because the work is adding up. These changes, as I mentioned, sometimes are time-sensitive. And even if you make the change retroactive, you still need to be calculating it correctly over a period of time. So you run the risk of being out of compliance if it's not done properly. And so this lack of resource can end up causing quite a problem for companies who aren't prepared to manage the changes as they are rolled out. And the third area is growth. As organizations acquire subsidiaries and you know, just uh, natural expansion, right? Um, They want the SuccessFactors platform to grow with them. But there could be some work involved in doing that, adding new business units, adding new uh, employee types uh, when you acquire a company. If you were a non-unionized workforce, but then acquire a company that has unionized workers, that's a completely different, you know, uh, employee type. And so, those changes, that growth, can create you know, support issues. And so um, I think uh, this is another good reason that people look to organizations like Spiridion Technologies to help them through that. Hey, we're growing. Our business is growing. We're adding new employees. We want to do it the right way. Well, that all makes perfect sense. Um, what, what are some of the, the key things that you that you actually do for clients or that you have done for clients that can help them in this way? Oh, absolutely. So one of the, you know, the key area is just day-to-day application support. So uh, an employee wants to uh, uh, update their uh, uh, vacation schedule or they want to check their balances for how much uh, PTO time they've accumulated. Um, Maybe they just want to check their payroll calculation. And so it's a how-to question. And, and so, very simply, we provide that application support. We have uh, help desk services. Uh, we have web-enabled platforms where uh, our customers, our clients, the uh, employees can reach out to us and say, hey, how do you do this? Um, so, very simple, basic application support services is one of the areas. Another area is your talent is and we all hear about it in HR. It's it is really your number one asset of your corporation. Well, understanding all of the key you know business drivers of your resources and understanding you know how that is uh, actively engaged in the operation of the business on a daily basis. So sometimes organizations like to use reporting or dashboards. In the old days, we used to call it reporting. People would simply create a report, a static report, submit it to uh, some kind of job control language, and it would run on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Obviously, today with technology, reporting is on demand. And in many cases, reporting is through a dashboard with uh, what I, you know, sort of like infographics. So I can see quickly, this is the number of employees that are out sick 
on this day. And I can see that instantly and I can drill down and see it by department and, and location. Um, and so dashboard creation, we certainly help them support as well as just maintaining it if they want to make changes to the dashboard and the reporting concepts. Another area is, as we mentioned, those statutory and configuration changes. So things usually happen uh, on an annual basis. There are a number of laws that are changed every year to reflect changes to the tax codes and dealing with employees and employee benefits, health care, and so forth. Um, and so those changes usually have to be made and have to be made before the next start of the payroll cycle of the new year, new fiscal year or calendar year. And, uh, and so we certainly can support organizations and help them with those changes. But there are also configuration changes and statutory changes that happen on the fly. And we've seen that in, in a number of cases. One was with Obamacare. Uh, back in 2012-2013 timeframe, and that created a number of legislation that changed how uh, healthcare was managed in the United States. And that also was reflected in benefits packages and configuration changes. Today, we have COVID-19 that's creating quite a number of changes uh, and, you know, probably a dozen or so changes that affect almost every organization in the United States today on how they manage their employees in payroll and benefits and sick time and so forth. And so those changes are those areas that we would help support. And then patches and updates and license renewals. That's kind of a basic thing in a SaaS or software as a service platform, the updates aren't necessarily the same as when it was uh, running on your own server in your data center, but there are some things that might change that we wanna make sure that your configuration is not affected by the changes that are being pushed out to all SAP SuccessFactor clients. And so it's just a quality assurance uh, measure of checking uh, when we're doing patch updates and so forth. And then license renewals. So when you subscribe as a software as a service, there's a period of time. So it may be three years, maybe a year, maybe longer. And we want to make sure that your license renewals are being properly uh, managed and so that you're never out of compliance with SAP support. And then lastly, just performance monitoring. No matter what goes on, if the end user, whether it's somebody in the HR department or an employee just trying to look up their own PTO balance and so forth, if they're having trouble accessing the system or if they're having trouble getting a response, then that's an issue. And, and that creates dissatisfaction and it creates maybe some downstream problems uh, for the organization. So always we want to be on top of performance monitoring of the system, how well people are getting their work done, how well they're able to access the system. And those are the things that Spiridian Technologies, Spiridian Advantage for SAP success factors really addresses. I can absolutely see why people would turn to Spiridian with, with a long list of skills and capabilities like that. But I think one of the things that really sets Spiridian apart from other managed service providers in the success factor space is your consumption-based pricing model. Can you explain that? Yes, I can. And thank you for asking that question because I think it's really a competitive advantage for Spiridian Technologies. What makes our unique offering and very popular is that it allows us to support a sophisticated and robust environment 
of an HCM, HXM solution like SAP SuccessFactors at a surprisingly affordable per seat fixed monthly price, regardless of the level of complexity involved in the support request. And so in competitors today, they often uh, establish what we call blocks of time for support. And so if you have a very large request making configuration changes, might be an example of that, you may consume 50, 60, 70% of your block agreement just to support that one request and thereby not having the hours or the uh, or the dedicated resources to support things like application support uh, the 24 by 7 help desk to do helping with the reports and dashboard uh, management creation or performance monitoring so all of those other areas would be uh, sacrificed to to respond to this one large request with spreading technologies and our consumption-based pricing model, we have a fixed fee per employee per month. And it doesn't matter whether you have 100 requests for uh, configuration changes or many, many help desk calls or you know whatever volume of activity, we're supporting you with excellent service 24 by 7 with guaranteed service level agreements across the board for a fixed price, and it's very scalable based on your growth of your organization, or if you uh, have you know reductions in force due to economic changes, it also reduces with that. So Greg, can you go a little bit more in depth for me on the way that the consumption-based pricing actually works? Yes. So we take the number of employees in the employee central module, and we use a fixed fee based on uh, what we feel is the relative support for an SAP SuccessFactors platform. And we think this model works very well for multiple reasons. One, CFOs tend to love this. Uh, CFOs really don't want you having extraordinary cost models, uh, project-based or other things that are going to come in and disrupt their working capital. And also, because we're using an employee-based cost model for support, it's a cost structure that is directly allocated to the departments that require the services. So if you have 100 people in your department, then your cost is directly attributed to your you know, HR, uh, X, uh, HXM support model. And direct cost allocation is always the best method of allocating costs versus trying to do some kind of, you know, indirect cost allocation or activity-based cost allocation. If I can directly attribute an activity to the cost, that's the best model. And so uh, so the solution, consumption-based, really allows you to, you know, as you grow, you're going to spend more. But as you, you know, subtract or reduce, you'll spend less. But in each case, your costs are completely allocated across the entire organization to the right amounts, to the right departments, the right cost centers uh, throughout your organization. And so CFOs love that. And, um, you know, the support model can be deployed very quickly. And one of the things that also gives us a competitive advantage is we, we believe we can deploy the solution in about two weeks' time and 
we are willing, and, and this is not a 30, you know, this is not uh, an offer that will expire next week or next month or next year, but we will always offer a 30-day free trial. So therefore, if we don't meet or exceed your expectations after 30 days of support, you don't owe us any money. And so uh, it's guaranteed, if you can think of it that way, and you have guaranteed service levels and you have a consumption-based pricing model. That really is a big difference. Um, and that's probably why Spiridion calls itself the WOW support team. Can you explain for our listeners what WOW means? I can. Wow, wow is a, uh, a term uh, I think I've heard many years ago that means without worry. And that's really the experience that we're trying to create for the human experience management solution. It's to let the organization know that this platform is one of the best. It's got best practices built into it. It's been designed and you know and engineered uh, just to incredible standards by SAP, and now you're being supported by top flight professionals with incredible credentialed expertise and certifications in SAP. So you literally will have nothing to worry about. And with a very affordable consumption-based cost model, it really is a wow uh, agreement and uh, without worry. So, Greg, with that in mind, why would somebody want to choose Spiridion specifically? Is there anything we, we haven't heard today that you think is important for our listeners to know? I think one of the biggest reasons is that Spiridion is willing to take on risk, where our competitors have consistently sold black tie service, such as a thousand hours at a time, use them or lose them, we will give you that fixed rate, very affordable per employee cost, and we will provide you with free month of service upfront, so you have no risk, and you can just give us a try. And that Spiridion's been around for over 20 years, has incredible credentialed experience in all kinds of uh, systems development, systems integration, digital transformation, cloud solutions. And so uh, with systems like HCM and HXM, the human uh, experience management platforms like SuccessFactors, you know, Spiridion has some of the best skilled resources and best experiences and credentials in the business. And so when you combine our skills, experience, innovation, and cost savings, I, you know, and I, 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 I'm remiss in not mentioning about our innovation. You know, we developed our own virtual assistant to support our clients in help desk uh, services for that application support uh, framework of our Spiridion Advantage services. And so when you combine all of that innovation and cost savings with our skills and experience, and with guaranteed uh, service in the first month, there is no one that can, can compete with us. And I, and I think that's why you should choose Spiridion. Well said, Greg. Well said. And I think that probably concludes our podcast for today. And, and Greg, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Karen. And, and thanks for having us. And at Spiridion, we really appreciate your help. And, and thank you for this program. You're welcome. And for Spiridion Advantage, I'm Karen France. We 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Spiridion Advantage podcast. For more information about the solutions we have discussed or to become a guest on an upcoming podcast, please contact us at spiridionadvantage at spiridion.com. 